a lot of times you sit around waiting on some money to come, or waiting on an opportunity, waiting on something to happen instead of working while you're waiting. When you go to a restaurant, bro, yeah. the, the, the person that you see after the host get, takes you to your seat is the waiter. Yeah. Their job is to wait on you. They're not, they not just waiting on you. Mm-hmm. Waiting is to serve. Bring your energy. This brand is truly for us. Man, we back like we never left. Yeah, because we ain't never left. Yeah, we ain't never left, man. We ain't going nowhere, man. Black Let's go. Where we at, though? Man. And we back, ladies and gentlemen, back like we never left. Because we ain't never go nowhere. Yes, sir. Uh, Black Bear University's Black Bread Show, part three. Yes, sir. This is our third episode, man. Power, yeah. man. I'm, I'm glad to be here, man. Uh, I feel powerful, man. I feel great, energized, ready to go crazy, man. I'm on fire, bro. Yeah, for to real. be very honest, I'm on fire. Yeah, for sure. Woo, man, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. It feel like it's been a while. I, I think, yeah, you know, yeah, for um, sure. That's that's just me, man. I feel like it's been a while. Um, I've been a little uh, under the weather. Yeah, but um, hey, man, are we six feet apart? <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Three feet. No pressure. No six feet. No pressure. I, I'm good, man. Yeah, yeah. Every everything checks out. That's good. Uh, but just uh, you know how it is when you kind of just need to slow down and your body lets you know. Yeah. You know you've been going, you've been going, you've been working, you've been grinding, and sometimes your body just says, you know what, it's time to chill. It's yeah. Time to Even if it's work from home, you know sometimes it's hard to close the laptop. No, nah, that's, that's that's hard. That's to, real. It's difficult to start working. Yeah. But I, but I had one of those moments. One of those. You know, a few days where, you know what, I, I just needed to slow down. But, you know, what, I think that's a good thing to talk about, though, because not to, not not too many times do we ever say, like, yo, you got to slow down sometimes. True. You know, like like everybody, you know what I'm saying, all the great motivational speakers, they just tell you to go, 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 grind, go, grind, and, grind. and push, 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 push. And sometimes it's like, yes, that, like, like that is a secret sauce. You have to go. You got to push. Mm-hmm. You got to, you know, you got to go hard. You can't let nobody outwork you. But you also have to – Take some time to rest, you know, let yeah. your body to catch up to everything that's been going on, you know. But, hey, I ain't introduced myself this time, man. What's going on? It's your boy Mark Etman. Yeah, Jamel Lewis. Y'all yeah. know what it is. So y'all know what it is, man. Uh, the Black Bear Show, uh, powered by BlackBearUniversity.com. So uh, back to back to the topic, though. You know, I feel like it's, it's so critical to, you know, really give your, yourself, your body, your mind that time to kind of like, Chill, you know what I'm saying, and, and lay back Rest, because man. to be honest, man, I feel like we addicted to it, you know, like 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 becoming like a workaholic, like I, you don't realize it, but you know it's, it's it, it it could be a real addiction. I I I enjoy working. I enjoy the work that I do. I, yeah. I, I think that is, that is a major key. I spent nah, for sure. I spent most of my life when I was younger. I'm the youngest of three. Yeah, and I was the one where You're it was the like, baby. Yeah, my my. My brother, my sister, they were honor students. They were, yeah. uh, they, we had something called like the beta club back then. They were, man, academically they were on it. And I was the third one. And I came in, I, 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 was, I was smart in my own right too, but that just even wasn't my path. Nah, like mentally, nah, man. I, wasn't, I wasn't locked in. I right? wasn't one of those students either, man. Same, right. same type of deal. But, but yeah. so for me, I spent a lot of years using the the brain I had to figure out how to not do stuff. 
I was like, man, if right. I, okay, algebra. I got an algebra class, and the teacher tells me on the first day, this is high school, freshman year, first day of algebra. They're like, we're going to take, you know, this is the curriculum. We're going to take four tests this semester. Um, you know, these, you know, this is the grading scale. Tests are worth this. Homework is worth this. And I sat in that class, bro, and I was like, in my mind, I didn't even say it, but I was like, oh, so if I get a 92 or better on each test, I don't have to do homework. Oh, and he that, was that and, guy. And that's what I did, right? Uh, so so I spent a lot of years. Just even, mastering your tests. No, but in my own mind, I spent a lot of years feeling and, and projecting on myself that I was lazy. Yeah. You know, I did lazy things, and I projected that laziness on myself. So now, now as an adult, I'm looking at the work that I do, and I enjoy it so much. I'm almost addicted to it. You are. Yeah. I gotta find a way to sure. to not work. I gotta be sick. I gotta. It's it's, it's, it's hard, man. <laughs> I gotta fall over you to know? not to not work. Because to your point, like like when you reminisce, man, I always I always thought like when when I was a shorty, that the school system wasn't right. I always I felt it did not make sense. You know, I would be in there. You know, I would understand what's happening. I wasn't the smartest kid. You know what I'm saying? I was probably like the, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, it's when it comes to understanding, uh, no one understood what was happening, what was going on more than me in the classroom. Right. But it's like, man, to put it into words, to kind of express it, to kind of show I know what I'm talking about, mm -hmm. I, I struggle with that. You know what I'm saying? And for, for me, it put in my mind to kind of focus on my strengths mm -hmm. and, what, and what came natural to me. And what came natural to me was always thinking outside the box because society, right, our school systems naturally try to put everybody in the box. Oh, yeah. And for me, it was like, so you're telling me that if I don't graduate or if I don't pass this, you know, if I don't do that, that I'm going to be a failure? Like, I'm, I'm going to live underneath a bridge. I'm going to be a bum. I'm going to be right. homeless. I'm going to be this and that. I just never understood that. I, I just felt like, bro, you can't tell me I can go out here and create some money. And even when, as a kid, I'm like, dude, I can go shovel snow. You know, so I can right. cut grass and make money. So, like, how, how do I not, you know, how, how can I, you know what I'm saying, be a bum if I don't pass your test or if I don't, you know what I'm saying, do all your, your homework right. and, and, and do that when in my mind I'm like, I know ways already to make money legally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wasn't even thinking on no illegal stuff as a, short, as a shorty. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, legally, it's like, bro. I don't. I break my my neighbor's lease before. Right. Got paid. I did my chores at work at home. Got paid. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, me and my brother, we went down the street shoveling snow, cutting grass. Got paid. And it's like, dude, if I'm if I'm doing this as a kid, you tell me I can't go get a truck, get some lawnmowers, right. go out here and make some money. You know what I'm saying? If I don't know, you know what I'm saying? All your math tests. So for me, it it immediately as a kid put me onto who I am today because. I always felt like, why are you trying to go prove that you're smart and become smart, you know, to go work for somebody? I always, I always wanted to be the guy you come work for. Come on, man. You know, so for me, it's like, hey, you know what? You should go to Harvard. You should go to Yale. You know, absolutely. Go you right should, ahead. You know, like spend your hundred, two hundred thousand a year, and then come over here, and I can pay you a hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm -hmm. and, in, and in everything that you learned and in, in all the relationships that you build, 
let me uh, go ahead and leverage that and capitalize off of that. All right, man, that's all the game right you know? there. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah, man. So a, that's just how my mind always works. I got, I got a small thought, and then I want to kind of put that in, into perspective to yeah. so, something I'm going to ask you. So to that same point, I think of a story when I was a shorty uh, growing up. Um, you know how it is. You know the story. Mom did everything for us. Yeah. Uh, my dad passed away when I was young, wasn't in the house. Um, so mom was everything, of course. Shout and out to mom, Mama yeah, Lou. Yeah, man, Mama Lou. Shout out to my mom. Um, and we, we obviously, man, we thank God, man, we had everything we needed. You know, first, oh, first day of school, mom found a way. I got new clothes. I got a pair of shoes. It might have been some, what they call them now, Fazos. You know, Fazos. back in the day, you know, some <laughs> white Air Ones, that kind of thing. I would get a clean uniform, all of that. But throughout the year, you used to have on wrinkles on, on toes. Nah, no, nah, I took care of my stuff, bro. Back then, that was what I had. So exactly. I washed my joints. Uh, you you I was put the cardboard that. in at yeah, the toes. Yeah, I wasn't playing no game, bro. Yeah, cardboard yeah, in the toe, all of that. Like, I was on it. That's crazy, right? But that was it in the household. That was it. That was a blessing. Yeah, that was more than others even had. So Real cool. Talk. I wasn't tripping on that. But it came times when you already know, bro. We talking the nineties, bro. You got you got Jordan. You got man. It's a lot going oh, on. You got Penny Hardaway. You got Grant Hill. It's all these. It's all these athletes and these designer shoes. Oh, I forgot about them pennies, bro. Them pennies exactly. was tough. I wasn't getting none of that. Them fam. pennies was tough. Yeah. Not not one pair, right? So for me, it was like, okay, I got my first pair. I got my first day of shoe school shoes, so on and so forth. But we get to the middle of the year, and like the homies is like. Man, there's some new J's that just dropped. I'm finna get them. Man, I'm finna ask my mama to get them. Or I'm finna ask my auntie, my uncle, do such and such. I'm finna right. ask them to get them. And I used to be salty. You know, this elementary school, I'm salty. Like, man, my friends. Like, like you, uh, can't, you can't go yeah, get them. Yeah, a few of my friends could ask their parents for some shoes. Yeah. I'm like, man, I can't really do that. My grades ain't good. Right. I ain't even got no incentive to try to ask. And I right, know it's right. not there. And I used to kind of be in my feelings about that. Fast forward to getting older, um, a little older, you know, high school ages, it, you know, I started working, started, you know, uh, playing playing the drums in church, making a little check every week. I, I learned the value in that of, nice. you know, using some skills and actually getting a check. I knew I knew every week it was $35. You know bro. how to go get some money. I know how to get some money. And, at, and, at a young and age. it's $35, bro. It's coming every week. If I save two checks, yo, I got $70. I can go get X, and Y, and Z. And you know what? And, and, and not to cut you off, but I think yeah. – like, like coming from where we come from, I think when you first start making money, I think that's the pivotal moment where, um, you know, it, it kind of start building who you are. For example, that's where I'm going. If, if you, <laughs> if, yeah, if you was been into drugs, you know what I'm saying, you would have been a drug dealer because the right. first time you ever got some money, it was because of you sold drugs. Sold so in your head as a kid, it get embedded that this is the only way that you know how to go get money. But, but because you did it legally, same way, th- same thing with me. Because I did it legally, Cutting my mind, grass, whatever, yeah, yeah. like my mind never took me to that route, to that road to go be be, right. be El Chapo. You know, now, what I'm saying? It, like, was some time, it was some times and some opportunities, but oh, of course. I mean, we from Chicago, <laughs> no, so, yeah. so, so 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 even that, bro. Happens. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it was like, man, back then I didn't know that that to to your point, I didn't know that that's what was being put into me of like. Just the way I got it, the way I learned things, the way I figured it out. And I could look back, and it's no shade to none of those friends that I had at the time, but yeah. it was certain principles that were built up in me of knowing 
just just that those moments of how to get it myself. Yep. I, I didn't stop and say, man, I, I wonder which. I, uh, I've seen my friends say, man, which auntie can I call to get some J's? And I, I used to be salty, but then I realized, you know what I'm saying, my path of working for what I got, it, it took me out of that, that lazy yeah. vibe of just asking people for something or this or that. You know, just expecting something yeah. for nothing. You know, like like for me, man, I had a, a amazing upbringing. You know, like I had the best of both worlds. Yeah. You know, uh, my mother, shout out to my mom, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, my mom, she uh, was a, a beautician, right? Uh, and my father was an electrician. You know, he worked for ComEd for many years. Um, and so I was able to see early on, like, the balance between the two. Right. You know, for example, like, my mom could be broke, right? Like, like ain't had no money, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and to your point, hey, mom, the pennies just came out. Some mics just came out. I want the mics. Right. And she'll tell me, I ain't got no money for the mics. And then, like, that Saturday morning, I remember she'll wake up. She'll go to her salon. She always had her own salon. Yes. Um, and she'll go to her salon. She'll call me around, like, 11 o'clock at noon. She'll call the house. You know, and when she called the house, um, she'd be like, hey, come up here and you can go get your shoes. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's when I, I knew for a fact I did not want to have a job. You know what I'm saying? Because what I noticed from my mom, my mom can be at zero. <laughs> and then in a few hours, you know what I'm saying? She made $1,500, dollars $4,000, you know, doing hair. Right, and, and I ain't seen nobody work like your mom. That's why I done yeah, been bro. in that shop. We didn't spend yeah. hours there. Come on, like she be in I, there. I ain't from, seen nobody work like your she mom. She be in there from you know what I'm saying six o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning to you know what I'm saying nine, ten, eleven at night. Yep. And my my father, you know what I'm saying, he was a man's man. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying. He 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 worked his job. He got up every day about four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, he started his day. I think he had to be at work at like around like five, and. He did that for 35, 40 years, you know, and the difference is he paid for all the bills. Right. So he taught me how you don't let your woman pay no bills. Mm-hmm. My mom, that's why my mom was able to do what she needed to do with the kids. So, like, my mom's responsibility in our household was, you know, food and kids, our clothes, our mm-hmm. shoes. So it's not far-fetched that, you know, she had four kids that, hey, she buys all some a pair of shoes right. on one day. So when my, when my father get home, and see, we got new shoes. He happy because he like, cool. <laughs> my kids got new shoes. So his wife doing what she's supposed to do. Right. You know, the the the, the house is paid. You know what I'm saying? The, the lights, the bills, and all that. But what I noticed on the other end of that was my father's always tired. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, uh, like I say, when, when we wake up to go to school, he's gone. Right. You know what I'm saying? He had to go to work. Thank you. Shout out to my pops, man. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. You know, and I didn't realize this until I got older, but I remember, like, you know, when he get, when, you know, I get home from school, we get home from school, and we don't see him until about 6 o'clock at night because he got right. off work at, like, 5.30. So he don't get home until, like, 6, 7. And he'd, like, eat dinner that my mom prepared, kick his, his boots off, and go to sleep. Right. And so I'm like, man, dude, like, come on, man. Like, let's, let's go play some basketball. You know what I'm saying? Let's go play hey, don't, catch. Don't get to it that, bro. Oh, man. Should I tell the story, bro? Please. Ah, uh, hey, pops, man, I love I'm, you, man. I'm probably the only person like this story, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, so man, my father, he he he, he a great dude, man. He was a, a great, phenomenal father, man. I learned a lot from him. He learned yes. a lot from him as well, ah, man. Um, but one, my father was he's he's a musician, 
<laughs> right? So anything musically, hey, he's all about it. I'm laughing. But my right father is not big into sports. You know, he wasn't never really big. But as a kid, hey, I want to get into sports. So, you <laughs> know, I always, too. yeah, I always like, yo, pops, let's go, uh, you know, so I want to go play basketball with you. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's <laughs> go to sorry, the park. And my father, like, all right, cool, man. Like, like let's go, you know. And so I'm excited. Like, we got the basketball. We finna go. And when he got out the car. I already know the story. Yeah, I knew we wasn't going to be there for a long time, bro. <laughs> my father come out there with his work boots on. He got his jeans on. He got the keys. You know, my father had, the, like, the keys. <laughs> the work keys. The work keys. You know, like, like, like you a landlord. You got, like, 50, <laughs> 50, 60, 70 keys on one ring. He got the keys on it coming off his belt. And I just knew. I'm like, bro, you ain't coming no shorts. You ain't got no basketball shoes on. So I just knew. <laughs> We was going to be out there for like 10 minutes, bro, or less. Man, I swear, we probably was out there for like 10 minutes. And he like, all right. You know, he 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 tried to go. And uh, what I learned from that, those moments was, I knew, once again, like, as as amazing as, as, as that, that, as he was to be able to provide for his family, period. And as, a, as I got older, I understood, you know, when I became a father. Right. You know, when I start having responsibilities and real bills, but as a kid, it didn't, I, you know, you, you assume your lights is on because they're supposed to be on. Right. You know, you assume you can stick your key in the house and have access to your house because it's your house. Right. You don't know nothing about bills and, and what, it, what it means, right. you know, and all that stuff. And he was just always tired, you know, and, and he didn't spend as much time with us as he wanted to. Period. You know, and then on the weekends... You know, oh man, Saturday morning, Sunday mornings was the best, man. We get up, we play fighting with him, and you know, say so he spent a lot of time with us. But then he got his errands that he got to run, so we ended up going to his mom's house, my grandma's house. You know, uh, his, you know, see his brothers and stuff like that. Right. You know, and he had to do his little thing. So for me, I was able to grow up and kind of see that contrast between what it looks like to work a nine to five versus what it looks like to to have that entrepreneurial business, your own shop. And because of my father, my mom was able to have a shop because my father right. was the one who financed the shop from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he got the space. You know, he, uh, my father is a, a master with his hands. You know, he, 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 he went in there with his friends and they did the drywall and they did the paint. And he did the electric. And he nice. did everything in there. He got it up and running. You know what I'm saying? He 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 helped her. He got all the the equipment that she needed, the the chairs, the mirrors. I remember going in there helping him out. You know, um, he run and make sure that, like you know it was it was the shop. He made sure he got her up and 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 running. Right. And so that's the that's the beautiful part about having a job is it do give you that money, that security that you know that you're gonna get every every uh, two weeks or whatever it is to go get it. It's a part of it. It's a part of it. You know, so shout out to my pops for that. But it's like, bro, it, once he got broke, you know what I'm saying? Like, now he waiting a week for his check. But but so but but in that whole in that whole thing, like I told you, bro, you told me the basketball story, and I'm sorry, I can't <laughs> I can't take it. Like, man, bro, one of the funniest stories ever. But the 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 for me, some of the truth behind that is, if you look at you know generations from a generational yeah. perspective. Man, your dad was leading the way. He was, bro. Like that was 
That was the goal. Oh, that, that's, that's what y'all they had. Do. A, y'all yeah. had a house, bro. We had a house. We bro. had a house, bro. Yeah, you talking, a lot of people grew up talking, in apartments, bro. Real talk. You talking 1990, bro, 1995? Listen, man, my we father, had a house, bro. my father was amazing, bro. When I tell you, man, like, dude, I'm still trying to match his footsteps. You know what right. I'm saying? Like I'm telling you, like like the man had a BMW. He was the first mm-hmm. person in our family to have a truck. You know what I'm saying? He bought like a, a brand new suburban at the time. Mm-hmm. BMW. You know, like you walk into our house, bro. We had a hundred inch TV, bro, in like what, like 1995, bro. <laughs> right, right. Like like no real talk. Like we had a projection screen mm-hmm. with a big thing. So and, and we used to play our uh, PlayStation or our Nintendo or whatever on that. Like right, it was crazy, bro. He had the surround sound. So my father, he always shared something with me. I share with you guys that helped me out. He always say, Mark, I know what you're finna say. You need to always see your, your money. money. See your money. I learned that from your pops too. Yeah, bro. Like, like, and I'm telling you, man, once he told me that and he explained to me what it means, like at the end of the day, let's say you get a check. I don't care what it is. When that check runs out, can you look around and see where your money went? The investment. Can Where you see the investment? Can you is it a is it a car? Is it a hey, it might be your house? Is it a painting on the wall? Or something you, you know, can build is it something on something that you can build on? Can... Is it a business? Is it an investment in yourself? Like what is it that you see? Or did you just spend it on food and like maybe a t shirt or some some stuff that right. like you really can't see for long periods of time? Money is a you vessel, know? man. Money it's is a, it's a, tool. a vehicle yeah. to get more money. You know, so I, I I think, and that, that's another reason why, man, being in your, your your children's lives is everything, everything, bro. Because the game that that you're able to give them and pour into them, you know, it it helps them out for the rest of their life. You know, so my father he gave me one, of, he gave me millions of jewels, but that's one of the ones that I keep close to me. So even when I get a check, I, I always ask myself, like, man, can I see my money? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm teaching it to my son. You know, they get allowance. I'm like, hey. Make sure you can see your money. You know, if you look up right. and you you broke, you done had a check, you broke, and you ain't got nothing to show for it, bro. You know what I'm saying? You out here getting high, getting drunk. You know what I'm saying? You going to the club, you 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 shooting your money away, you gambling, you know, you doing stuff yep. like you losing. And and that's like, you know, things that people think is cool, and the reality is like it's not pushing your life forward. That that, that comes from being Unprepared, like you gotta you gotta have a plan before you even get your hands on some money. Oh, absolutely. You gotta have a plan. You know what I mean? My mom says all the time, man, you 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 fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. So it's like at the end of the day, a lot of times you sit around waiting on some money to come, waiting on an opportunity, waiting on something to happen instead of working while you waiting. When you go to a restaurant, bro, yeah. the, the the person that you see after the host get, takes you to your seat is the waiter. Yep. Their job is to wait on you. They not they not just waiting on you. Mm-hmm. Waiting is to serve. serve so your your yeah. job is to like it's like what are you doing while you're waiting on something? Exactly. What are you serving while you're waiting on a check to come or or you know bag to come? So that when the bag comes, you already got a plan you got that a plan, you've been working man. towards. So you already know, oh man, I just got a I got a little check in the mail for five K. I've been waiting on that five K. But I know, you know, fifteen hundred was for that move that I needed to make that's gonna exactly. push me forward. Yeah, you might buy some shoes, you might buy some whatever, but enjoy your life. I, but you I know? gotta touch the hey, that fifteen hundred gotta go toward X, Y, and Z because that's a move that I that I know I believe in that I can make that can get me somewhere. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that boils down to like paying yourself first. Like, exactly. pay yourself. 
like like we have so many excuses, man. We, like a, a check always seem like it's not enough. It's short. And the reason why you feel like that and the reason why you paycheck to paycheck is because you're not paying yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, they get their check and then now you're paying your bills, you're putting the gas in the car, you're you paying everybody else. Everybody else around you getting money off your check except for you. You know, pay yourself. Decide on what you want to pay yourself, what you worth, what, what, what you need. And, and guess what? If you ain't got it, you ain't got it. That means you're living above your means. Right. It is what it is. Like, we have to face that sometimes. We got to realize, hey, man, I just ain't got it. It's in the bank. You can go get it, but you ain't got it. You ain't got Why? It. Because that's for you. So, yo, if it's 10%, take 10%, put it away. Sacrifice. I don't care if, if it's $100. If you get $100, man, take $10 and, and put that $10 over there somewhere. At least you know out of the hundred, when ninety of it is spent, you paid yourself ten bucks. You know what I'm saying? I, I would say this to that point, man. Some people would even say, like, and I'm 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 am I'm a, I'm a backtrack. I'm gonna say from experience. That's a principle, in my opinion, that requires faith and action. Yeah. Because depending on the amount of that check, you can get it in your mind. And, well, I don't even got enough to you save 10%. Yeah, I ain't blah, got blah, no blah. Money. But it's like the reality is you you can't afford not to. Yeah, you can't afford not Because you're not going to ever get out of that situation. And at a certain point, you got to make a different decision. You got to make a turn. and You got to make a change and believe in the outcome. And it, it man, nine times out of ten, it, it happens, bro. When you yeah. make that conscious decision to make that change, to make that adjustment because what, what you have – isn't enough. If I'm doing something and it's not working, I can't just keep doing it and expect right. a different outcome. I got to no, do. I got to do something different. So, it, it, bro, and then ask yourself the question: Like, man, what are you working for? You know, who are you working for? Like, like, what, what are you, what are you going to work for? What, what, what why do you have a business? Why do you want to make money? Like, who is it for? What is it for? Right now, if your answer is I'm working to to drive a car. And so you want to give all your money to your car? Cool. There's no wrong answers here because everybody got their rights to do whatever they want to do with their money that they earn. Right. But the whole point is, what are you working for? And if 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 your answer has like, to be honest, I'm working for me. I'm 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 working so that I can have and live a certain type of way. Then you have to be able to make sure that you're paying yourself, you're paying your, your house mortgage, you're paying your card notes. You know, you, you can afford to the, the utilities, you know, your kids is taken care of. And like I said, that 10% or for you, you might say, hey, I just need 5%. I'm okay with five. I'm okay mm-hmm. with, with, with three. But pay yourself something because tomorrow is not only is not promised, but you don't know how you're going to be tomorrow, right? You, you might be healthy right now, but end up, you know what I'm saying, sick or, you know, in a wheelchair tomorrow. Right. You know, life happens. So if you're not able to get up and go to work tomorrow, what are you going to do? You know, now your job, you, you might not be able to, to, to perform your job. You know, like my background is in construction. So can you imagine if I became wheelchair bound, not saying that you can't do it if you're in a wheelchair, you know, but can I keep my job as a superintendent on a construction site if I'm in a wheelchair? Right. You know, 
Or are you even focused on that? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like, are you? What happened? On that? Did you get in like, a car accident? Yeah, did you like, get in a car accident? Are you in, you in pain? You you got you know like, certain things happens. Is, is it a disease? You life, know, like we said, life, life life happens. And no, that I don't think you would get fired. They have to find something for you to do. But now your whole life changed. Right. Your 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 situation changed, and that's one reason why I always push. No matter what you're doing, even if you love your job where you are. You should have something of your own. You should have a business that you do not have to operate. You need to have something that you can invest in. If it's a real estate deal, you know, maybe you want to be a landlord. You know, maybe you, you just want to be a, a, a landlord and hire a management company where you don't even deal with the building. Right. You literally buy the building, fix the building, renovate the building, hire you a management company, have the management company, you paying them 10% to manage that property for you. You don't see any tenants. You're not getting any calls for maintenance. And all you're doing Man. is getting whatever the profit that's left over deposited into a bank account every month. And you build that portfolio. Start with one building, maybe three or four units. Then get another building with another three or four units. Then grow it to six-unit buildings, then eight, 12. And you just keep it going until you look up. You have 100, 200, 300 units. And once again, hey, you're not getting any, any phone calls. That is Man. passive income. You, ha- you hire a management company. You let them get their 10%. They're going to they're gonna track down your rent for you. They're going to put tenants in that building for you. They're going to take care of the maintenance because, you know, you're going to have a certain percentage of the income go towards maintenance. They're going to handle your buildings. There's people who own buildings here in Chicago live in Florida and haven't seen a buildings in 20, 30 years, but they get a check every month from these buildings. Thanks. So you can get up, you can go to work. You can love what you do. You're a teacher. You want to teach. Perfect. If you, you know, whatever your thing is, you can do that, but you need to have something where if you wake up and slip in the morning and hurt yourself and you no longer can work, you still have an income to support your lifestyle. And now you might have to end up paying for things that you wasn't expecting to pay for, mm-hmm. right? Wheelchairs and special beds and different things. And, and, and I pray, you know, you know, health and prosperity over everybody. You know, I want to, you know, knock on wood. We don't want, uh, you know, anything negative to happen to nobody. But the reality is, is life. Man. You know, we don't, we don't ask to be where we are. You know what I'm saying? We work to get there. But sometimes, man, life throw a curveball. And are we ready and prepared for them curveballs? And then purpose. Purpose. Yeah. It's, it's like it's living beyond ourselves, man. We all have some sort of family or some sort of legacy that we want to lead to. So, like, it's it's beyond what we can just physically do with our hands or what yeah. we can do with our skills. It's like, what are, what are we going to leave, you know, for who's next? What's next and who's next? So. Yeah, for man, sure. I got, I got, a, I got a question, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been on this wave the last couple of days of like, um, whether it be business, but more so like even self reflection within business or or the decisions that we make and how we structure our businesses and how we structure, um, the things that we do. Yeah, that we put out into the world. Like, one word that just hit me is like just authenticity, and competition like what what is what what does it mean to be authentic in your business and and also 
like how important that is or how important is that? And then it's like a lot of times we talk about being um building 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 our brands and helping yeah. people along the way and um like even just the aspect of how do you compete? Who is your competition? Are you competing with yourself? Yeah. Are you competing with the next man? What you know, what how do you approach just certain things? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh not nah, for sure. Uh for me, you know, first I don't be naive, right? So I understand there's there's other people that's out there in the same industry, in the same maybe the same niche, the same area, you know, so you gotta know who your actual competition is, you know, and, and get kind of the lay of the land. But once you get started and you know that they working over there, then at that point, you are your only competition. Because the difference between them selling more than you or, you know what I'm saying, becoming bigger than you or staying bigger than you if you already if they already are, is yourself. How how what type of work are you gonna do? How do you how do you catch up with them? Right? So for example, let's say a hey, I'm a painter, right? Mm-hmm. And it's 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 ten thousand painters in, in, in Chicago, right? And then but right. there's let's say there's uh five painters in my exact neighborhood where I'm at. And they been doing this for anywhere between, you know, five to 25 years. Right. So they already have experience over you. They have clientele, they have word of mouth, you know, they have, um, you know, clients, they have, you know, people raving about them, you know, they, they have the marketing, you know, people know who they are. Um, they have a brand. Right. And, and, and you don't have a brand yet. So what would I do? Okay, so first I would look at the five, and then I would go at the, who's who's the top of that five, mm. right? So automatically I'm eliminating four of those people, because if I if I can beat and compete against the best one in my area, and if I beat him, then I'm number one. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and try to be like, well, you know, he he got this, and you know that that takes too much thought. <laughs> I'm going after the number one, like I right, who. Who has the, the largest, um, you know, what I'm saying, uh, share in his uh, in his neighborhood? Right. And I'm going after him, and and I'm going to look and see how they how they do business, how they how they do their marketing, for example. And then I'm going to see how can I make it better. So, for example, let's say every project that they, that they doing when they 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 painting, you know, they um, you know put a sign on the outside of the house saying, "Hey, this company is painting this house." Right. Right. That's smart. So now what I would do is when I get a job, I'm going to also put my sign outside and say, now my company's paying this house, but I'm also going to go down the block on both sides of the block mm-hmm. and talk to neighbors, pass out flyers, and ask if I can put signs in their yard to say this, uh, you know what I'm saying, this, this company is going to paint this house. Right. Why? Because I would give, them, I would give discounts. For them, hey, if, if you let me put this sign here, I could paint your, 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 your house. I'll paint a kitchen for you for free mm-hmm. just for the sign. If I can put, you know, go to another house, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm painting bathrooms for free. All you got to do is pay for the paint. I, I'm covering labor. Now, the, we told you this in, in, in previous podcasts. You want to give your service away for free. Now, me putting that sign outside of their house saying I'm painting their house now. So now on one block, you got four or five or six of my signs that's saying I'm painting these houses. 
Now everybody else that's that I didn't go to, man. they're going to want me to paint their house because I'm painting these houses. Those endor- so, those are endorsements, man. They yeah, go that goes far. That goes extremely far. Yeah. So like that's what I would do. So now even the average person that's just driving down a neighborhood, and they see my signs, they're going to stop. They're going to take a picture of my sign. They're going to call me. And then I'm going to do the same thing on their blocks. And so, like, that's just a tactic that I would do off top. So, for me, I'm not sleeping. I'm painting, you know, for free because that's the cost of my advertising. So, if you think about it, let's say if you could spend, you know, $10,000 a month on advertising, right, and you don't have $10,000, so I'm, I'm going to give $10,000 of my hours away or $10,000 worth of my time away, right. you know, to cover that $10,000 because either way you look at it, you got to earn that $10,000. Right. So you got to go out and either get the jobs, uh, do the job, get paid. Then you got to go out, spend that 10,000 that you just made on advertising, mm-hmm. or you could just give away the job and then use that as your advertising. And people, trust me, especially in construction and, and painting in that mm-hmm. industry, bro, how many times have you drove down somewhere and you stopped somebody because they was doing some concrete and you needed concrete done? Or you stopped a right. painter that, that, or, you know, you stopped somebody because you need some work, you see an electrical van. Hey, I need a socket change in my house. Mm-hmm. You know, it happens all the time, especially in our neighborhoods. Right. So that's just, that's just what I would do, man. Like, and, and, and like I said, I wouldn't. I wouldn't stop. You want, you're not going to outwork me. Right. You know, because another trick to that is your com- competition, when the, the guy who you compete against, he don't know that you're not getting paid. So he's looking sure. like, how is this guy going out here s- selling and making all this money on these houses? And then we said this in the last episode, that person that you did, like you said, you painted that kitchen for free. Yeah. Now, not only do they have a sign in the yard, but they're also going to tell they, they cousin or they family member or their neighbor that yeah, might bro. need their kitchen painted or their bathroom exactly. painted. Man, he painted my bathroom. He painted my and, kitchen. Exactly. And it was and amazing. And they don't get compliments on that. But Boom. then also what that's going to do is they're going to say, hey, can you paint my front it's gonna room? It's going to lead to more business. Can you, can you paint the upstairs? Can you paint my bedroom? Now, hey, I painted your bathroom for free. Right? It's a small bathroom. Now you're going to pay me to paint your front room, mm-hmm. to paint your bedroom, to paint your back deck. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm going to get more jobs in your house when you wasn't even expecting to do anything, all because I, I, I wanted to give my services to you, all because of one person on your block right. hired me to do a job, hey, no matter how big or small. Hey, y'all, plot twist. So I asked that question. That was a trick question, man. I just wanted to get to that point. Yeah. Everything you just said, bro, I, I set you up, man. Yeah, yeah, for I sure. just want you to get to that point because creatively, man, again, Thinking outside the box, yeah, bro. It, it it that's part of our creativity and being authentic. Yeah, for sure. You are your own competition, and you got to be creative. You got to be creative of, in, man. in terms of beating, you know, uh, matching yeah. beating your comp- your competition at the same time. So. I, I mean, and, and like we was talking earlier, that that's that thinking outside the box, you right? Know? And as you as you could see, like that didn't take. That's not no pre thought. He just I didn't know he was gonna ask that question. Like that's just off the top of my head. You know, so if you actually have time to, like, you writing stuff down, you thinking about your plan, like, you can go absolutely Vision, bananas. strategy. The yeah. vision can be crazy. The issue why a lot of people, businesses, is failing once again is because you guys not giving your product away. And when you do give it away, you're giving it to your friends or you're giving it to your family. Stop doing stop, that. I was just going to say, man, stop giving stop it to Stop doing that because your, your family, they expect it for free. So they get it. 
And guess what? They get in, they be quiet about it. And they ain't mess around. But a neighbor they, yeah. who don't know you and you you give them something for free, they're going to rave about you. Because, hey, I don't know this guy from, from Adam. And he gave me, you know what I'm saying, this and that and the other. He, they painted my bathroom. They gave me this, a box of cookies. By you giving it away, people's going to patronize you. People's going to talk about you. You know, and that's what you want. You know, so give it away, man, especially if, you, if your business is not doing well. You know, if you have a, a hot dog shop or ice cream shop and you want to get more people into the doors, go outside, give out samples. If you, they do if, it at the mall all the time. You, if you give some ice cream away for free and they don't want no more, like. Yeah, then you might want to do something different. But like, something wrong with ice They do cream. it at the malls all the time. If you think about, like, the big companies out here, how many times you went to a festival or you went to uh, something at the beach and they're giving away a, a, a can of soda for free or a can right. of pop for free, right? Yeah. Or they're giving away some water. They're giving away some teas, uh, you know what I'm saying, a red bull. They're giving away, you know what I'm saying? Like, they passing right. this stuff out for free. Right. So why are we not doing the same thing that the, the big guys are doing? They're already <laughs> legacy companies. Yep. You know, give the stuff away, man. I'm, I'm an advocate for that, man. Like, give it away. Be smart about it. You know what I'm saying? Don't go bankrupt to give anything away. But don't hold on to it, you know, especially if it's a product that has an expiration date. If it expires, before you throw it away. That should be a part of your plan. It's give it away. So it, the, it got so one or two days delay. Yep. It got one or two days left on the on expiration. Give it away. What you going to hold on to it so you can throw it away for? For what? How is that pushing you forward? We did that all the time with our bread. We got some bread. It got an expiration date on it. Give it away. Why? I'm going to throw it in the trash anyway. So I'd rather for this bread to go to somebody's house, for them to make a couple sandwiches, eat some toast, do whatever, or even let them throw it away. The whole fact of the matter is it's on their countertop for one, two, three, four, five days, whatever it is. Or the, or the organizations that's, you know, using the bread on site. Exactly. Like, like man, that's, that's, that's crazy, man. So, Jamel, back to, to, to you, uh, kind of bounce a question back off of you. So, with what I was saying with the whole painting scenario, I guess we could kind of stay on a painting company since we started that. Like, so we started a painting company. We started a painting company, y'all. Like, how do I get that higher clientele, right? So, I'm starting off, right, in my neighborhood, right? And let's just say, you know, middle class was nothing, you know, something super special about it. It's not the worst. It's not the best. But I want to get bigger contracts. You know, I want to get in them downtown buildings. I want to get in them, you know, uptown buildings. I want to grow it in in that neighborhood. As far as, like, how do I get the attention of corporations and large construction companies, you know, to kind of go that route to, uh, you know, to hire my company for bigger projects? Right. Um, first thing is... I would say your network. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'll give my list. Your network and then also your your presentation, the level of your work, the quality of your work. You know what I mean? Um, back to the network, it's like whatever space you're in, that's that's who you're gonna reach and how you right. pres- how you present how you present your brand or how you present your service or whatever you're offering. That's who you're gonna reach. So, so basically, I, I gotta do some research and figure out 
who I need to be around, what type of people I need to be around, man, to kind of get my, my 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 business out there, my we, name out there. We, we said it in the last episode. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's, it's your job to put your brand or your business in the space that it can thrive. So, so, so in other words, what I'm kind of getting, like reading through the between the lines, you're telling me I got to get outside my comfort zone. Come on, man. So that's what it sounds like to me. It's saying like, hey, bro, you got to go to places that you haven't been before in rooms you haven't been before. Exactly. To get out of your comfort zone because Ray Ray and and them around the corner, you know what I'm saying? Put your suit on, man. <laughs> Put your suit on. Get your head cut. That's what I got. Okay, I got get, you. Get I your got briefcase, you. dog, if you have so, to. Y'all see it. So that's what I'm saying. So up, we got to get. Up, up your presentation. There we go. Like. It's, the, it's opportunities out here for all of us, but it's it's based facts. upon you gotta you gotta dress. You know what? Even with, with working, they say dress for the job you want to yeah. have that kind of vibe. Like so, if it's a certain client that you're trying to reach, then you gotta you gotta look that part. You gotta your brand gotta speak that. So exactly, and yeah. and that could, and that that's for the that's for the person who is looking to elevate, you know, or scale their brand. But even the person that's starting out, those are things that you need to be thinking out, Real thinking talk. about in the door. A lot of times we sometimes you do stuff, even aesthetically, to your pleasing or to your liking because yeah. you like something because that's how you feel that's how you think it should. Yeah, be. for sure. But again, turn it around, bro. It's about who you're trying to reach, that demographic that you're trying to reach. That's crazy. Who, who are you trying to? You know what I mean? Nah, nah, for sure, so, bro. Because I, I'm I'm looking at that, bro, and I feel as as crazy as. As it is when you start a business, man, you have to do the research, man. Period. Because even when you get into those rooms, can you speak the lingo? The lingo. Mm-hmm. You know, can can you can you uh, do you know what you're talking about? You know, sometimes we be so eager to get into a business and just start that we forget the the foundation. Can, and and, and when you go into these rooms, you know what I'm saying. The more money, most times in my experience. The, the 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 more money someone is willing to, to to spend, the those the um what's the proper word like the um it's like like they are much more sophisticated buyer. I get what right? you're saying. So if you if you now dealing with a much more um you know saying a sophisticated buyer, you want to make sure that you can talk in those in those in a manner in which they understand. What you're doing, you and they know thorough, that you know what, yeah, and they know that you know what you're talking about. You know, you can't. That's like me, man. I can't. I can't go talk to LeBron James about basketball. You know, I'm. A, mm-hmm. I'm. I watch basketball, but I'm not the basketball fan that even he may be. That's I'm going to sit here and be able to talk stats with LeBron. <laughs> I can't do that, bro. I know I can't oh, because man. I'm like, bro. I'm not. I haven't been in. I haven't studied the game for the last forty years, thirty years. Right, you know what I'm saying? Fifty years to 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 have that conversation. I know that. Shout out to the so, king, man. Shout out to the king, Scoring man. Champ. You know what I'm saying? We'll hey, man. He, yeah, he went crazy, man. Breaking records. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, but um, you know, I met him one time too. I got a story about that. But anyway, we <laughs> might we might have a little time for that. Exactly. But you know, um, you know, it's you got to know what room you in, and don't try to bite off more than you chew, and don't think that you can trick somebody into making them think that you know more than what you do know because. It's not going to work like that. You got to be thorough. But you didn't take your time. You didn't take your time. Like from the from the beginning, man. One thing. See again. Take your time. Again, a lot of times, we, we you start a business or you have an idea of something you want to do, and when it's because of you or it's because of what you want, then you're gonna go full steam. You you're gonna jump off the porch and you yeah, just ready to go. But when 
when the goal is bigger and when it's bigger than you, man, the best thing you could do is take your time. Do yes. the do the research. Like you do said, the research, do man. the research. Take your time. Get as many ducks lined up as you can. Don't wait till it's perfect because it will never be perfect. Never be perfect, man. But but get your stuff together, man. Get yourself together. Get your mind right. Understand where you, the landscape of where you're going so that, like you said, when you are in those rooms, you're prepared. Yeah. You can have those conversations. You have the understanding. And those businesses, those opportunities that will come that are in your favor, that are that are of the, the magnitude that you want them to be, yeah. you'll be prepared even before you get there. And honestly, Big facts. I've experienced, we've experienced situations where we've, we've had – uh, introductory meetings with certain uh, conglomerates and, and organizations where the conversation has been built and leaned toward what can they do for us? Right. And how can they get in a situation and a partnership with us? Why? Because we were fortunate enough and, and had enough understanding before we, years, I mean, before we got into that room in that meeting. Yeah. We were preparing ourselves and we were just working. The more you just work on what it yeah. is that you're looking to give and serve and give to people. Master your at business. At the end of the day, yeah, the more you master your business, then those those calls, those emails will come to you. And mm-hmm. you could be on whatever level you on, on, working your business consistently, and that scale will, will come and call you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That level up will come and email you. You'll be like, man, exactly. hey, bro, we missed the email. We need to we need to hit them back. Some of exactly. want to meet with us. They want to do X, Y, and Z. Exactly. And you look up and you go in that meeting and you're far more prepared than you could even imagine because of the work that you've been doing. Yeah. And the and the the, the you know, the education that you've been getting along the way and the work that you've been doing. Exactly. So. I, I think I think that's what makes you an expert, right? And and another tip I, I kind of mentioned it earlier is do your research on who you're trying to sell to as well. You got to know your customer. Yep. You got to know who you're trying to sell to. Like, like if there's a company, you got to research as much as you can. Not all information is going to be online or available, but you got to f- try to find out, like, yo, how many times a year do they hire painters? What type of jobs do they hire them for? What are they looking for? What type of colors do they normally use? You know what I'm saying? What was the last project they they they, they, they done and completed? And if you if it's a a public building, and, you, and if you can go in and look at the work, mm-hmm. you know, what's the expectation? You know, you want to know some questions, so even when you finally get into that room, you can start talking to them about them. Nobody loves nothing more than somebody's telling them about themselves. Everybody want to hear good things about them. Yep. You know, everybody want to hear, like, oh, yeah, you know, the last job you did on such and such street at this building, one, 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 it was incredible. You know, the paint was perfect. You know, it was this, it was that. Like, man, that's that's what, you know, what's this? And, and they were like, oh, yeah, you're like, yeah, we, we had a really good time. Now y'all talking about a project that he done and that he's realizing that you realize the quality that they're looking for, and you're now telling him, I could match that. That's exactly, you know, it's only one thing I would have did a little different. You know, they did a really good job, but you know what? I wouldn't blend these edges a little better with this and that and the other. And they man. would now when they go back and look and be like, Dang, you know what? That should be blended a little better. It should be instead of just a, a straight cut, it should look like it's a fade, it fades into it. It would have made it look better. Bro, pe- pe- people are after a feeling. They after feelings. They're after a feeling. Like this wall's painted in here out of white. Nothing wrong with them. Yeah. Nothing wrong with them. If I ask somebody to repaint this room, it would be based on a feeling because I want to feel. You want to feel so something. I, w- I want to feel something different. I want yellow. I want 
blue on this wall. I want it's yeah, people it's are an after feeling, man. Colors, exactly. You know, it's, it's yeah. So when 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 people can feel that you're coming from the heart, you know, and and you're making it about them, and it's not about you, and even in selling, it's never about you. You know, it's not about you. It's not about your services. It's always about your customer, always. You know, I think a lot of times we 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 doing the work. So just like anybody else, we're so in tune and stuck to what we're doing and realizing how tired we are and realizing how much we're going the extra mile that we sometimes don't look at the other people that we're even working for or doing a right. service for and trying to realize how do they feel. How how is our services affecting them? I used to do a lot of work in people's houses, kitchens and bathrooms and things of that nature. So I would have to make sure I'm coming at an hour that works for them. Hmm. Wow. At the same time it works for me. I have to make sure that my guys is, is being extra clean. You know, put the footies on on their boots and, you know, so make sure we're taking out all the trash, covering everything up, you know, not cutting any corners, right? So, like, the prep work is, is just as, if not more important than the actual work, hmm. you know, because you want to you wanna make sure that you're prepping everything so that you're not making mistakes, so that you're not, you're not touching areas of the house that has nothing to do with you. And that's the, that's that. See, that speaks to the character of your business, man. Yeah, yeah. Like those like, things matter. That it, it matters so much, man, because it matters on your business for a few different reasons. Not only are you making the customer feel good about hiring you, and that they see like you how much care that you're taking to make sure that you guys keep things clean and neat, neat and tidy, and make sure that you don't disrupt anything else in the house. Yeah. Not only that, but for you, it's something in that house. Something in that other room that you guys ain't touched is scratched or broken. And it was broken before you got there. They can't blame that on you because your guys ain't even over there. You got the plastic up. You know what I'm saying? You got, this is the only area my, my, my guys is ever at. You know, I tell my guys, on your lunch break, you either eat lunch here or you go out to your truck. Mm-hmm. Or you go out to the restaurant. Don't be in these people's front room. You know, don't, don't go in their kitchen. You know, don't do nothing because you're you are responsible for that house while you're in that house. You know, I I, I know a lot of stories where people be like, "Dude, we wasn't even over there, and they, and they now we got to repaint this whole room, and we ain't even touched this room, and blah blah." You're like, "Yeah," because you guys didn't do the prep work. You know what I'm saying? You got to prep properly, man. So take take care of your customers, man. Take care of the people who supporting you. You know, and it's going to go a long way for you. That's for sure. Put the people first. Put the people first, man. And the people are going to put you first. They're going to put your business first. You know, you can you can recommend a lot of people, but that person that took care of you, you can recommend them first. It's a lot of that, bro. I'm, I'm kind of seeing that um, sometimes when you, when you look to patronize somebody's business, I've gotten, I've had certain experiences where I felt like, this this person could be getting like some bad advice <laughs> from someone. Nah, for sure. Whether it be like you know, it could be a barber, it could be a nail tech, a videographer, it, it, just different people, photographer, it, different facets. Where it's just like you know what, I hired this person to do a service, and just the experience, man. Yeah. I, I could sometimes I can just sense like it's like you got your business set up. 
just so geared toward you, mm-hmm. your convenience. Yep. And and maybe you've been taken advantage of before or something like that. So I don't judge you for that. But it's just like, you know what, as as a customer, you know, I you know, hire you for a service or to do a job, I don't I'm I'm not feeling Experience. Yeah. I'm feeling like you know, like for example, you, you the, paying for somebody else's crime. Yeah, the, you know, the, what I'm yeah. The example, yeah. just an example. Literally, I, you know, no, like I love my barber. No shade to nobody, but just an example of like the barber that'll say, you know, oh, if if you're late, you know, it's a non-refundable, uh, um, you know, deposit. But but I've gone to that barber and they late. and they was late. Exactly. And what do I get when you're late? Exactly. It's do like I just, get, just those get, little get, things. Yeah, do, I get, like, get a discount? do I get a discount when you late? Being professional, man. Yeah. Especially if you're paying top dollar, man. Especially if it's one of them barbers that's like, hey. I'm going to do that. A, a hundred or better. I'm you know what I'm that. saying? Like, yeah. dude, I'm bald headed. So if, <laughs> if, if, if I'm if I'm paying you a hundred, bro. <laughs> right. Bro, like, I, you definitely need somebody there to be, you know, some massaging your toes. And I, ain't barely, your nails. I ain't barely got no you know, hair. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, so you, so the least you can do for me is have the best service ever. Where I feel like I don't need anything. I come in, you 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 offer me a, a, a bottle of water, mm-hmm. you know, maybe even a, a cocktail, a drink, whatever your thing is. You know, you making sure I'm in and I'm out. Because I went to yeah. one of them barbers, you know, and the same thing. It's like, hey, my appointment is at 10 o'clock. I get there at 9, like damn near 9, 9.30. To make turn. sure, yeah, you know, I'll be early to make sure like I'm there. I'll be and a then late. When, when, when 10 o'clock strikes, because remember, my mom's a beautician, so I I understand it from right. that aspect, right? Well, so time, time, yeah. Just like that's why I, I tip great, you know, as well. But at the same time, I've been like, hey, it's ten o'clock, and I'm paying the top dollar, but now I'm somebody else is still in the chair. Now somebody else, they you done double book. Now this person is in the chair. Well, I'm supposed to be in the chair, so I have plans. So I'm being here. It's gonna take about thirty minutes. Because I ain't, ain't much for them to do. And I should be gone. So, hey, I can go here. I can do this. I can do that. I can pick up the kids. And then now you done stole 30 minutes of my time. So now I'm pushing everything back 30 minutes because of this. So guess what? I'm not going back. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because my, my time wasn't, wasn't valuable to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You didn't respect my time. So because you didn't respect my time, I'm not going to respect your time, so I'm just not going to show up. Hey, but I wish you all the best. You know, That's just what that is. And But that's that still goes in that lane of competition. It's like you're going you gonna to take that L. You're going to take that L. They don't, you don't, sometimes you don't even see it that way, but you actually took an L. Yeah. By by not being. And especially like, 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 bro, you never know who know people. I know right now I know 15, 20 guys that come in here tomorrow and get their hair cut for 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you get me as your client, bro. I'm gonna flood your shop. I be raving. I've been raving about the shop. I go to and now I got yeah. you going there. Hey, like, that's exactly. Man, pull up. Bro. You know what I'm saying? And I got four or five people that's ready to go to that shop. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, that's the whole point. It's like you never know who you have in your chair, man. You know. So once again, it's about your clients, man. It's not about you. You have a business. They don't have to patronize you. Yeah. Barbers got that bad, bro. Barbers feel like you have to come to them, bro. I don't have to go to you, bro. It's 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 a million other barbers in here, and it's seven hundred fifty thousand of them that's colder than you. And that's why, again, bro, just as an example, it's about the experience. Like it's that's certain barbers, it's, it's certain barbershops I had to go stop going to because of the level 
of the experience. And and as I as my life levels up, it's certain places I just can't go. It's certain atmospheres I can't be in. It's certain neighborhoods I can't be in. So again, you gotta go. You know what I mean? You gotta position yourself, position your business for that that client or that you know that customer that you want to reach. That person that fits your demographic. Find what it is, fit that, and be authentic to that. And then you only really competing with yourself after that. Yeah, for how how much better can you get yourself? And it's all about making your, your 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 business better, bro. But at the same time, don't make other people pay for other people's crimes, bro. You know what I'm saying? True. Give everybody a free shot. You in you in business. So one thing I would like love to draw home because I know we we finna wrap it up. Yeah, is you going to experience some L's. Listen, you're going to experience some L's. Get used to it. Get used to it. It's a part of business, man. All that, oh, man, this happened, that happened. It's so a part what, of bro? Winning. It's a part of so winning. So what? And, and and man, you know I'm big on data, man. Follow the data, Follow man. The data, bro. One, one bad apple, hey, you're going to get it one of them. That's, that's a part of being outside. That's a part of doing the work. But That's what I'm saying, bro. One, one out of how many? You know what I mean? Exactly. Sometimes I have to tell myself that if I get a if I get an email from a you know certain type of customer, it's just like, one one out of how many? Of course, I'm gonna give that person the attention that yeah. it deserves or that situation, and make sure that you know at the end of the day, in the end, I'm I'm confident that you're not gonna walk away. Yeah, you know, without that problem or that issue yeah. being solved and resolved as you know best com- as completely can. as best as possible. But again, one one out of how many? Let's let's at least focus on that. One out of how many? Yeah, man. You know? So. So that's it, man. So, so no, man. You're going to take some L's as as much. Just make sure you got more W's than L's. And if you take so, so many L's, man, it's it's okay to fix that issue so it don't keep happening. You don't put certain things in place, but you you got to let everybody, you know, um, you know, what I'm saying breathe and understand where you're coming from, man. And and anything can work. It's all about how you present it. Hmm. You know, anything can work. It's all about the presentation of that that new offer. Like to his point, a. If I'm late, you 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 charge me a fifty dollar fee that I paid or prepaid or whatever, that's cool. You're right. You should keep that fifty. But to like he said, but if you late and I'm here, I should get that fifty off. Mm-hmm. Make it make sense. Yeah, now you be responsible. Now, something. hey, hey man, my bad. I'm late, man. So you know you get that fifty dollar discount. I'm gonna be like, bro, you know what, man? Nah, keep the fifty, bro. But because of you being who you are, now I'm finna go crazy about you, bro. I'm finna rave. I'm, I'm finna put this on IG, bro. Yo, this the best barber in the world because he knew he was in the wrong. He knew he he's, he put me first be, before his pockets. You know what I'm saying? And the client, who the clients is, a lot of times they gonna they gonna they gonna let you keep the fifty. You know brand, what I'm saying? Brand loyalty. Or, or if they don't, it's cool, bro. You still you still gonna get paid for what you are gonna get paid for, man. And they gonna tip you anyway. So. And, and you can make it up on the end. And then now that's something for you to work on. Yep. But yeah. It's been lit. It's been lit. Hey, man, season three, man. This is crazy. I mean, not season three, man. Uh, We're going to get there. We're going we to get to season season one, episode, episode three. three. We're going to go crazy, man. So appreciate y'all for staying tuned, man. Uh, if you stay here to see the whole podcast, man, we want to thank you, man. Shout out to our team. You Shout know what I'm saying? We team. couldn't do this without y'all, man. Uh Jamel, my co-founder, man, uh, co-host, man, love this guy right here, man, genius, love, bro. man. Make sure y'all go check out Mastermind. Your business is so critical, man. Check out everything that you need at BlackBreadUniversity.com. dot com. And this is the Black Bread Show. Hey, we out. Till next time. Peace. Yeah.
your energy. This brand is truly for us.